What's up, team? Before we head into the episode, I just wanted to take a second to give a special shout out to Just Move. That is my online subscription platform. I have hundreds of workouts over on Just Move, anything from cardio, strength, mobility. We even have other coaches on there. You can do yoga, dance, and so much more. And right now, we have 50% off an annual membership. So what are you waiting for? Head on over to JustMove.com and let's get moving. What's up, team? This is Kaisa, and welcome to the Kaisa Fit Podcast. Welcome back, team. Last episode, Les was asking questions that you all had submitted, and today we're going to jump right back into that. Let's get started. Let's see. So this is more of a fitness-related question. Mm-hmm. Someone asks, you said your physique is partially due to genetics. Can you speak on that? Mm-hmm. I can fully speak on that. My physique is due to genetics. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think one thing that we never like to talk about in this industry is genetics yeah. because we're constantly selling as trainers mm-hmm. and on the side of like fitness, we're constantly selling people on things. Yeah. And one of the main things we're selling them on is we can change the way that you look. Yeah. And so if we say, well, genetics plays a huge role in the way that you look, yep. we're like devaluing what we think that we bring to them. Mm-hmm. And I, one, obviously y'all know I don't, we don't move to change the way we look. Yep. That's not what I believe in. Yep. Um, no knock if that's what you do. Um, but so for me, I think it's always important to to be honest about things. Yeah. When I was growing up, I, my mom would say I came out of the womb muscular. Mm-hmm. Like that's just the way genetically that I was built. Yeah. I When I was in middle school, I was more muscular than the boys around me. Like mm-hmm. that's, that's what my physique was like. It's yeah. never changed. Yeah. And so for me, and especially back then when there were not there, I mean, I've said this a few times, there were not like athlete. We weren't, I wasn't looking up to any female athlete. There yeah. weren't a lot. There was yeah. nobody that I looked around and yeah. saw, okay, she looks like me. This yeah. is cool. Mm-hmm. So back then I had to deal with what was it like to be young yeah. and be a young girl yeah. and not look like any of the other girls around you and look more muscular than the boys yeah. around body like, positivity wasn't really a no, thing. No, it was not a thing. <laughs> but for me at a young age what clicked was I could run faster than them. Yep. I could jump higher than them and like it, I had this this like turn and I remember yeah. in like 5th grade and yeah. being like okay, fuck it, whatever. Mm-hmm. I don't look like the girls, but I can beat all the boys and girls. And <laughs> so this is what this body is, you know, all about and what it's made for and we're going to be cool with it. But for me, it's important now because quote unquote strong is in, mm-hmm. like that's strong is beautiful, all these things. Yeah. And so now we're glorifying mm-hmm. muscles and now it's this whole big thing. But, you know, for all the women that maybe can't, like genetically just yeah. aren't going to be so muscular, yeah. then they're feeling left out of yeah. like, well, I want to be muscular and I'm not. And so m- one of my biggest things is like, let's just all be real. Exactly. Like genetically, when your body is in a healthy, happy place, it's going to look a certain way. Mm-hmm. And it's most likely not the definition that, you know, the beauty standards are in yeah. media and around the world. And what we need to start doing is recognizing that like, we are so much more beautiful and powerful than this thing that we are in. Like our bodies are amazing. You know, I mean, I I love my body, but it does not define who I am as a human being. There are things that I are completely out of my control and it's going to look a certain way. Mm -hmm. And being okay with that and not allowing yourself to be defined by that is my life's mission. One of. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that is like such a good message. And I think a lot of people don't realize also like not only does 
genetics or do genetics play a role in like maybe how your body looks or feels but genetics also play a role in how your body responds to Mm -hmm. things like exercise or like you know what I mean and so just kind of understanding and appreciating your body for for where it's at totally is yeah and I think that's the thing is it's really a shift in mindset of really like realizing and again, not to sound woo, but like mm-hmm. when you wake up every day, do you understand how much of a miracle it is that's yeah. like you wake up every day yeah. and that like you have this body mm-hmm. that carries you through the day? Yeah. Like we sit here and spend the majority of our day looking at our body or thinking about our body and all the negative things, the things that we want to change rather yeah. than being like, holy shit, like in some sense, and I know this sounds weird. I, whenever I'm in a place of like a negative space, I constantly try to remove myself from my body. I look at my body as something other than me. And I would never talk shit like that to like Mm -hmm. my friend. I would never talk shit about the thing that literally every single day supports me in every single thing that I want to do. So why the hell are we doing that? And the other thing I say, your body is constantly listening to you. Mm -hmm. Every single thought that you have, whether it it actually comes out or it's just in your mind, your body absorbs that negative energy. So for me, the thing is, why would you even sum yourself up by something that you don't have that much control over? Exactly. Love it. Be grateful for it. Like work on loving it Mm because I think that's a never ending, you know, relationship. Your relationship with your body is the most important one, but it's also the most difficult one. But know that it's so much more important than this thing, you know, that you look like. Like that's the least most interesting thing about it. It's true. It's true. And it doesn't. I think how our bodies look don't necessarily impact our quality of life the way we think they no. do. No. Like, what? I've had weight fluctuations or situations where it was like I weighed more and all I wanted was to like lose weight or slim down. And then I did and was still unhappy because that wasn't what was actually bothering no, me. And it exactly. doesn't actually impact my quality of oh, life. Oh, totally. The thing is, is like we changing the way that we look is most oftentimes the band-aid to the issue, right? And I think that that's where it's kind of like that superficial thing. We don't want to look, we don't want to dive deep. We don't want to really look at what's going on. And we think that if we just looked differently, Mm -hmm. that things would be different. But that's never the case. But one of the biggest things in life, and especially being a trainer, is like people have to come to that on their own. People have to really realize and and have these experiences on their own. And that's their own process. Um, You know, I can keep, keep speaking my truth, but at the end of the day, everybody's on their own journey. Yeah. Yeah. Boom. Boom. That's a good mic drop for that question. question. Yeah. Um, Let's see. This is a good one. (laughs) What thoughts do you place on your mind to get up and get out of your cozy bed each morning? (laughs) (laughs) Well. Especially in the cold, dark Seattle winter. I just think of Rebel, my trainer right now, (laughs) for if I'm a minute, if I'm a second late, I have to do these sprints. Um, so that's what I think about right now. (laughs) Um, I don't, I, it totally fluctuates. Like sometimes I'm really, right now I'm in a space of like, I'm pretty motivated to get up and get out of bed and start my day. Um, sometimes I'm not at all. And so I have to set when I'm not at all, Mm -hmm. I set, um, Again, I set myself, I know myself, I set myself up for success. I schedule really early business meetings Mm -hmm. or calls or things so that I just get up and get out and get on with my day. Um, Right now, I'm fortunate I get to train with my trainer early in the morning. So that gets me up and gets me excited. But I think one of the most important things is, again, knowing yourself, know what's going to get you up and out of bed. Mm -hmm. I'm not a morning person. I'm just not. I'm a night owl. Mm -hmm. Like, call me at 2 a.m. I'm probably up. (laughs) Although I'm working on my sleep, so don't call me now. But um, (laughs) 
So I've just done what I needed to do to set myself up for success and get out of bed. I don't get out of bed in the best like mood. Let's be real. Mm -hmm. I'm not a morning person, Mm -hmm. but I do a few things uh, to get myself up. You know, I love my cup of coffee, mm-hmm. my breakfast, yep. and get on the road. Yeah. Yeah. So good. It's yeah. all about like knowing that why, knowing how to kind of set yourself up for success, which we've talked about. Totally. And, and letting that get you up and out. I feel like knowing yourself and setting yourself up for success is one of the biggest keys in life. Yep. And not having these like... Having an expectation, like a lot of people look at, okay, well, you're a trainer, so you must like the morning, you like to be up at like 5.30, like, hell no. I've done that my entire life because (laughs) I needed to, but like, I don't love that. And now that I don't get up super early to train a client, like I get up at like 6.30, Mm -hmm. get about my day, which is still early, but my like setting myself up for success is just putting an appointment really early. And that's what I do. Totally. Yeah. And I think for some people too, you know, it's like we hear all of these things about how all these successful people like wake up at the crack of dawn and do this stuff. And that's totally cool if that works for you or if that's necessary. But I would also say like, if you don't have to be up at the crack of dawn or if it's not required and that's not when you're in your magic, like, don't force yourself. Okay, well, not to bring boss into this situation, but I have this <laughs> argument all the time because boss likes to say, like, he's up at the crack dawn. Yeah. He's a morning person. Yeah. He's up. Yeah. That's great. Yeah. But he's also asleep on the couch at 8.30 p.m. <laughs> and I yeah. am working yeah. until midnight yeah. doing my thing. Like, I come alive at yeah. night. Yeah. I am about 8 p.m. to midnight, I am in my peak. And so it's not, there's no comparison there. Mm -hmm. Do your own damn thing. Do what works best for you. Yep. Yep. Preach. Amen. Yep. I love that. Uh, This is a fun one. So how many pairs of shoes do you own? And what is your favorite shoe? Uh, (laughs) I don't want to answer this question because it's embarrassing. Well, um... I own two closets full of shoes. <laughs> so I own a lot. It's a good one. I always I have a rule that I need to I need to do again that if the closets get full, then I do an auction of shoes and I can't buy more shoes mm-hmm. until they fit into that. Until I've gotten rid of some and they fit back in the closet. So I have a lot of shoes. I have hundreds yeah. of shoes. Um it is an obsession. And my favorite shoe. I'm a big Jordan 1 fan. Mm-hmm. Um, shoot, I don't know. I mean, I think Jordan 1 would be my mm-hmm. my shoe. It's a solid choice. Yeah. yeah. Just goes with everything. Yeah. Can be dressed up or dressed down. Mm-hmm. I mean, do you want me to just keep going? I'm a big Jordan fan. You can tell us all the reasons. Oh, my gosh. No, but do. one of my biggest, <laughs> this is hilarious. If you're not a shoe person, this is going to be, this is boring. But one of my <laughs> biggest regrets in life <laughs> is... That sounds superficial, but it is a big regret in life. When I was in college, so I've been collecting sneakers my entire life. Yeah. Uh, every Christmas and birthday, all I would ask for was a new pair of shoes. Yeah. And my grandpa would take me sh- and I'd get a new pair of shoes. Like that has, yeah. it has always been my thing. Yeah. Um, and when I was in college and I was like getting ready, ready to graduate, I, I don't know what happened, but I had this thing of like, okay, I have to grow up now. And part of growing up meant I had to get rid of my sneaker, my shoe collection. And oh. still to this day, it pains yeah. my heart to think of the shoes that are floating around the world somewhere (laughs) that I got rid of. And so it's like now, I mean, I do have an obsession and it's unhealthy. But for me, at the end of the day, like there are a few things in life that mean a lot to me. And shoes are just one of those things. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and we know why. It goes all the way back. So like... (laughs) 
my gosh. See, it's not even my fault. Mom, if you're listening, this is all because of you. That's hilarious. I, it's just who you are. You I know? have a picture of that race. Really? Yeah, I'll post oh it my so gosh. that people can see. Yeah. So cute. Yeah. With the shoes you won. Yep. Um, awesome. So what sports did you play in college? It's the, mm, next, the question. next question. So I did track and field in college mm-hmm. and my event was a heptathlon. Mm-hmm. So that's seven events and we do it. You do it over two days. So yeah, so it's long jump, high jump. Oh. Yeah, so long, every event. lots of events. <laughs> long jump, high jump, javelin, shot put, 100 meter hurdles, 200 and 800. So it's split up and then you get a, a you get scores for how well you did in each event. Yeah. And then so then you have a number at the at the end. Um, but for me, the weird thing is, so I was a soccer player. Like that's mm-hmm. what sport finally in high school that I gravitated towards and yeah. that's what I wanted you know to do mm-hmm. and when it came time for college like I had only ever done track because it, it was just keeping me in shape for soccer yeah. and my senior year in track um I did I got second in the heptathlon mm-hmm. and so I went to junior olympics and I did really well at junior olympics yeah. and so I had this opportunity to go d1 track or d2 soccer mm-hmm. and I was young and at that age my ego was like uh yeah d1 like let's go mm-hmm. and it was uh, like looking back, it was the best decision of my life. But mm-hmm. in that moment, it was really one of the worst decisions of my life. Like I'm a team player. Yeah. I wanted to be a part of a team. Yeah. Going to the University of Washington was just pretty much too big of a school for me. I, my body broke down. Like so yeah. many things happened from that. But it also is the reason why I'm a trainer and why I'm, you know, who I am today. But yeah. it's interesting. My sport was never really track, even mm-hmm. though that's what I did in college. Yeah. 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 That's a really good story. I didn't know Thank that about you. you. I also yeah. didn't know that you did every event lumped into <laughs> one event. Like, that sounds intense. Try to do every event. Yeah, it was intense. It was stressful. Yeah, was I'm like, heck. no wonder your body broke down. Yeah. Oh my goodness. Yeah, she was not happy. Yeah. Um, speaking of, here's another question, a little more tactical. How do you find clothes to fit your muscles? Mm, good question. Yeah. Um, that's hard. Yeah. Like I have specific jeans that work well, mm-hmm. like Joe jeans. Mm-hmm. Have a good stretch. Yeah. I like. Have you tried um, Good American? Those are good. I have. Yeah. I can't really say that I want to support the Kardashians. I know. It's low key. I know. But yeah. Sometimes in Nordstrom Rack, though, you can find them on the wall. Yeah. That's, oh, know. okay. There we go. Yeah. There we go. We're not doing full press. Um, yeah. There we go. <laughs> There's definitely. And I do. I have yeah. one pair of Good Americans. Yeah. I'm not going to lie. Yeah. But I definitely like. I'm like, oof, don't yeah. want to support. But yeah. Um, yeah, it's definitely hard. Yeah. My style is a lot more tomboy. Mm-hmm. Like, I really. I just have always liked rocking more yeah. like men's clothes. Mm-hmm. And so it's a little bit easier, yeah. but it's definitely not now. I think it's become more uh, like easier to yeah. find stuff. But yeah. I li- literally I shopped in the men's department forever. Like yeah. that's just how I rocked my style yeah. with some cool shoes or like high heels. Like yeah. I was literally the girl wearing like, you know, big shirts, big pants and like high heels yeah. in high school. <laughs> oh my gosh. I've got to bring these pictures back. Yeah. But I've always just tried to make it work. But um yeah, now yeah. I think there's a lot out there, yeah. a lot yeah. of options. It is nice that a lot of brands are a lot more inclusive yeah. of like different body types, yeah. for sure, which is a lot better. As it should be. I mean, back in the day, I think anybody, any girl who like played sports back in the day, I mean, I did soccer and track too, and I remember having like the gap, you know, in the oh, back yeah. of the pants, because if something's going to fit your legs, it's going to be like too big, yeah. you know. And it all I mean, ill-fitting. Yeah, all we ended up wearing, for me, all I ended up wearing then was like the sweats or yeah, like, you know, same. the team outfits. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Because it just never worked. Yeah. So yeah. it's good to have more it's options now. Real. Yeah. Yeah. 
Um, okay, a couple more fitness-related questions, and then we're going to do a like personal question lightning round, oh, which will be shit. fun. No, okay, those are they're, they're fun questions. Okay, good. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but let's wrap it up with some fitnessy ones. So uh, good exercises to incorporate to alleviate injuries? Question mark. Mm. Um, okay, I'm going to talk generally speaking because I don't know this human being and, and yeah. how their body um, works. But yeah. I think one of the biggest things is making sure that you warm up, mm-hmm. cool down. Yeah. Um, like mobility yeah. is key. Yeah. Um, I obviously I do That's mobility right. one, yes. but even if you're not doing my mobility program, like find a mobility routine. Um, but I think like warm ups. I don't think people spend enough time prepping their body for movement. Yeah. And um, like so, we're, we don't need to like go into depth about my mobility routine. But what it does is give you a moment with your body on the mat, and it slows mm-hmm. things down. And it, most of the time, unless it's an acute injury, injuries be injuries come because we're not listening to our body when we're moving. We're not yeah. paying attention to our bodies, the small little signs saying like, yeah, I don't really like that. Yeah, that doesn't feel good. Yeah. Um, so w- like my warm up is a 10 plus minute warm up and it gives me time to check in with how my body's doing that day. Because yeah. today is different than how it was doing yesterday. Yeah. And whenever I feel certain things inside of the warm up, yeah. I know what to kind of steer away from in my workouts. Yeah. And so for me, one of the biggest things is having a routine that gets you connected to your body before you go out into mm-hmm. into your workouts. Yeah. Yeah. That's so good. But again, kind of that self-awareness. Self-awareness. And, get connected. And being able to listen to your body and yes. get what it needs. Yes. And listen. Well, amen for saying that. Mm-hmm. But I think the thing is we also don't like to listen. Yeah. Like we've been yeah. – in, it's ingrained in us that no pain, no gain. And I do not – like pain is a, your body's – only way basically to tell you like this is not working so don't push through pain like when you have pain that's a signal like hey stop and if you can listen to it before you know like it keeps going you will most likely be able to avoid your injury so i think that there's definitely ways to kind of like tune into your body but warm-ups mobility routine you know those are definitely important tools yeah oh such good advice all right so this last uh Fitness related question before we jump into the personal question lightning round. This person says, I'm trying to lose weight, but diets aren't working out. I'm pretty active. Do you have any thoughts? I mean, I have lots of thoughts. We want, um, we want to hear them. Well, one one thing is if I if you're pretty active um, and you're eating, you know, relatively well, one of the biggest things I would say is maybe start to accept where your body's at. Mm-hmm. Maybe start to be okay with you may have goals and expectations that are unhealthy yep. and majority of us do. Yep. And I think one of the biggest things is being realistic with where your body's at when it's at its healthy point mm-hmm. and being okay with that. And that's a struggle because we all have certain standards. One, I mean, standards that are out in the media and the world that we're mm-hmm. told are, oh, this is what healthy looks like, yeah. you know, and that's not true at all. Yep. Um, so I really love to encourage people to just, have a more realistic aspect or like mindset when it comes to being happy and healthy and knowing that that's the most important thing. If you're eating well, you're sleeping well, you're, you know, I don't like diets, but if, you know, you're eating well and you're taking care of your body, then, you know, wherever your body's at is where it should be at. Diets are a whole nother topic. Diets are, in in my opinion, not a good thing, you know, to do. Cause I think the yo-yoing of diets, yep. you know, we don't have to go into all of that, but the yo-yoing yeah. of diets is, is terrible yeah. on your system. Mm-hmm. And I think that the most important thing is realizing w- it's human nature to want what you can't have. Yeah. Diets are not sustainable. Yep. So figuring out a, a way of life, you know, that is with, especially with nutrition and then incorporating the movement is key. Yeah, definitely. 
Love that answer. So if you feel good. You're good. What's the problem? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Awesome. So let's get into the personal question lightning round. I mean, basically, these are just questions where people want to learn a little bit more about you that okay. are probably going to be pretty quick okay. for you to answer. Cool. A couple words okay. to answer. First question is, how tall are you? Five, five, but five, five, six on a good day if I'm standing up tall. <laughs> the right shoes. Yeah, as I like. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, the next question is, how old are you? I'm almost 34. My birthday is the same day as Oprah's, so you know my sister and I. That's a that's a pretty good birthday yes. to have. Wait, what sign is that? I'm an Aquarius. Aquarius, January 29th. Nice. And I'm obsessed with Oprah, so it all works out. It's perfect. Yeah, it's all it's all aligned. It's all meant to be. It's all aligned. <laughs> Next question is, what is your ethnicity? Caucasian. This is interesting. <laughs> yeah, I get this all the time. Yeah, which is a fascinating thing. Uh-huh. Uh, I've gotten it my whole life though, yeah. which is an interesting thing. Um, diving a little bit deep. So I think there were some questions people wanted to know, like my heritage. My yeah. na- I'm Finnish, so uh-huh. I'm, I'm half Finnish. Yeah. Um, and then I'm a mix of some other things, yeah. um, like French-Canadian, um, Scottish, I think. Yeah. And um, But my name is a Finnish name. It literally means Katie. Mm-hmm. It's like a very basic Finnish name. But, um, <laughs> but I'm Caucasian. Mm-hmm. That's interesting that you get that question a lot. I've gotten it my whole life. Yeah. Yeah. That's so interesting. Yeah. Yeah. So, oh, actually, you just answered that one. It was the what part finish are you? Half. Yeah. yeah. Half. You're half finished. Never been to Finland yet, but Haven't. need to go. Do you want to go? Do you still have family there? Well, I do. My the, yeah. my dad's whole side is there. Oh, wow. Yeah. 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 So tons That's of amazing. family there. Yeah. And my sister's gone. I've never gone. But yeah, yeah so one cool. day I definitely need to go. Get yeah. connected to my roots. Super cool. Yeah. Love yeah. it. Um, so this last question, it's also a personal question. People are nosy. Uh, <laughs> is it hard to be in a relationship when you travel so much? Oh, my gosh. People are nosy, but hey, I'm open <laughs> to it. Uh, yes, relationships do not exist in my world. Um, yeah, it's been impossible for me. Mm-hmm. I have not found the groove of um, being busy and successful and being in a healthy relationship. Um, and I think for me, it's definitely one of my, like, it's one of my biggest struggles. Like I, I ebb and flow and feeling okay with it. And then feeling like, shit, like why life is so good? Why am I experiencing life alone? Yeah. Then you have the like, okay, what's wrong with me? Mm-hmm. Um, so I go through all of those. I've been, you know, single for, I've been dating for a long time, but like single for a long time. Yeah. Um, and you can't help but reflect back and be like, okay, what is wrong with me at this point in time? Like, why does nobody, why is this not working? Um, but at the end of the day, I think I always come back around to, I'm really happy. Mm-hmm. I'm really, really happy and fulfilled um, by the things that I'm doing, yeah. by my life. I'm, yeah. I'm incredibly grateful for my life. And when that person, you know, that partner comes along, um, which hopefully it's soon, hopefully he's right around the corner. Um, but then that will be, you know, the right time, but it's hard. It's hard to be in situations. I think that I found, um, I think it's easy for people to say, well, yeah, you're really intimidating to people. And I think that's one of the things that really bothers me the most. And I think that, and because it's almost like, well, women then lessen yourself, like dim your light a little bit. So somebody's okay being in your world. Um, and that's, 
that's a whole, I feel like that's a whole nother podcast that, that we should dive into, but that's been a struggle for me, you know, of balancing out like, but this is who I am as a woman, as a female in this world, you know, and like, I'm not going to sacrifice who I am as a human being for, you know, to be with somebody like, I'm not going to be lesser than, And, you know, when that man comes along and, and, you know, he can accept all of me, <laughs> all of me, um, then that will be an incredible human being. But yeah. until then, I'm not, you know, I just kind of, it's a, it is truthfully a mm-hmm. daily thing for me that I'm just yeah. like, okay, like some days are great. Some yeah. days are hard. Mm-hmm. Um, some days I love to come home to somebody other than like calling my mom and being able <laughs> to share all this exciting news, which yeah. shout out to my mom, because obviously I love her and I love telling her everything, but at the end of the day, like there's so many amazing things going on in my life. Like yeah. I want to share them with somebody. Yeah. I want somebody to be, you know, excited. I want to support somebody in their life and their yeah. journey. Like, and um, and that hasn't hasn't happened yet. So yeah, I don't well, think for I've ever yeah. talked about being like yeah. I don't think I've ever talked about relationships on yeah. social media. But I don't yeah. know if people know that I'm yeah single. Yeah, yeah. Well, thank you for sharing. Thanks it's for definitely something that's like a very vulnerable topic, yeah. but um so relatable like i can relate to everything you're saying yeah i get it yeah and it ain't easy out here it's not especially in seattle girl i don't know what's up let's move because it's so hard <laughs> out here so i might pack pack my bags and move listen get up on we can only here. control what we can control in my geographic location <laughs> you could control i could control that <laughs> i love it i love it well Thank you so much for answering all of those questions and for being so open and vulnerable with us. Well, and thank one, thank you, of course. And thank you to the team. Like, thank you to everybody that asked questions. I think this is, these are fun. So maybe we'll keep this going, a special little podcast. Yeah. Cool. Fun Q&A from the team. I love it. Yeah. Thanks, guys. Team, thank you so much for being a part of the KaisaFit podcast. And a major thank you to my girl, Les, from Balanced Black Girl Podcast for making this dream a reality. You can go check us out at kaisafit.com. And if you have a moment, leave a review on Apple Podcast. This is new, and I would love to hear what you think. Thanks again for joining us.